This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. At Progressive, we know there's nothing like the feeling of riding your motorcycle with your buddies on the open road. It's a potent cocktail of thrills, laughter, and pure adrenaline. A feeling that would be impossible to recreate on the radio. Until now. Hit it, sound effects guy. I'm real proud of you, son. Wow, that was terrible. Our apologies for even trying. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. On August 25th. I'm the most brutal, vicious, ruthless champion that's ever been. The most anticipated original series is here. You may know Tyson. You're the heavyweight champion of the world. Young, rich, and black. But do you know Mike? The minute you get too big, they gotta cut you down. Starring Trevante Rhodes. Um, I am Mike. And Harvey Keitel. They'll love you. As much as they fear you. Now I'm really going to have some fun. Mike, series premiere August 25th, only on Hulu. Thank you as always for tuning in to that Mill podcast. Hope you're all doing well. Just before we get into today's show, I thought I'd give you guys a heads up. This is quite a, not a structured show as we normally like to try and do. It's quite fluid, quite clear. And I think the message is very clear early doors on how passionate we are about this football club we follow. Obviously, I tend to follow them up and down the country. Instead, we're watching them from our desks or from our living rooms on iFollow, which adds to the frustration, I feel like. But this show contains all sorts of opinions from myself, Mickey and Neil, and just obviously very passionate about the club we follow. And I think, you know, I think a lot of people online share that view. So what I encourage you to do is listen to the show in its full detail. Leave us a review afterwards on Spotify. Follow us on Apple, anywhere, really. We're also on YouTube. And obviously join in on Friday Night Live, 8 o'clock, every Friday, to get interactive and just obviously give your say towards us, really. I hope you enjoy it. Please do let us know what you think. And obviously get involved online, social media, you know the usual stuff. And thanks always for watching. Cheers, guys.
Hello everyone, welcome back to an impromptu recording of That Mill Podcast. We're recording tonight after our 3-1 defeat at the city ground. You've got myself, Omer, I'm joined by Neil and Mickey. You right, boys? Yes, mate. No, all good. Not at all. Mixed reactions there, as was expected. But yeah, we went down 3-1 today to Nottingham Forest. Three goals to Neil at one point. A consolation at the end from Ben Thompson right at the death. A little smirk from him towards the dugout, I noticed, when, we was record- when it was on the live stream on iFollow. We'll get onto all them details in a bit. Neil, what's your instinct reaction to that 3-1 defeat, mate? You know what? I'm sat here and I feel like I've just spent three hours in a vegan calf with a bird I've just met off Tinder whose, whose photos are five years out of date and she was an absolute fucking stunner. And we've got Mumford and Sons playing on fucking loop in the background. I feel that sick. I'm absolutely fed up with this bunch of cunts robbing my fucking club of their wages week in, week out. And that applies to both players and management. Yeah, This country's in lockdown. It's a national emergency. And we get something to look forward to once a week yeah and that thing for me i live on my own yeah rightly or wrongly because no bird ever won fucking live with me uh is millwall football club yeah i work all fucking week yeah i deal with fucking mickey every fucking day phoning me up sorry mick but and it's just care in a community mate Exactly. It's just the smallest thing that you get to look forward to. My phone call. But instead, we have to watch that bunch of reasonably paid wage thieves going through the fucking motions. And they don't even give two fucks about this club, this fans, or anything apart from fucking picking up their wages at the end of the week. I'm sorry for swearing so much because I'm a lot more eloquent than that. But I am absolutely fucking raging that once again, we've come on here to do a podcast. Um, We all want to be positive because that's what we're trying to be. Yeah, we don't want to be like everybody else. I'll fuck the club and all of this lot. But at the minute, I I wanted to switch off today at half time because it was that fucking depressing. It really is. I want to go back to having a smile on my face after watching Millwall. Yeah. Not being absolutely fucking having this horrible, horrible, horrible fucking feeling in my stomach because they have played like a bunch of fucking cunts. When you're close to tears, remember <laughs> someday. It will all be over. If you follow us on Twitter, I done a little thread. I was listening to Lighthouse Family by chance on my 90s playlist as a kind of mood I'm in tonight, a little somber 90s mood after that performance. And um, yeah, I think them was oddly kind of some of our recent form. So I mean, I agree with you, Neil. You're right there. I think you know a lot of what you said there, obviously very passionate and very in the moment. You know, you're very um, animated about that performance. And I'll make you right, mate. I think, you know, we do sit here and we ain't got a lot going on at the moment. Some of us are at home not feeling great, you know, and obviously going through what we're going through. And to have that as something to hold on to, but then to see them, you know, turn up in that kind of manner today. And 
Let's face it, get battered. What are you playing now? There you go. <laughs> We're gonna get oh, copyright. I think my singing of that was much better, mate. So Kyle, yeah, it would only get worse if he put fucking Mumford and Sons on loop. My singing, my singing was much better. So, um, but yeah, no, I think Mickey, I'll come to you, mate. Go on, you give me your little uh, thoughts of that, mate, and performance of today. Um, I just. Uh, the, the players don't look as if they've got any idea what they're doing. They're, they're, and he doesn't. You know, he picks a team, and then as soon as that team's picked and playing, you're suddenly looking at the team going, really? Why are we doing that? Why are we doing it? Yeah, we need to make a substitute. And then 20 minutes afterwards, after you've come up and gone, actually, I think we need a sub, then they bring on. At one point, I thought he was going to end up bringing, you know, leaving Parrot on and that, and end up bringing five strikers on and just thinking, fuck it, let's just go for it and see what we can do. Um Ryan Woods, that second goal, why the fuck he didn't throw himself in front of that ball? I've got no idea. If you watch it back, he just seems to like, oh, put my foot out. Oh, didn't get it. Oh, well. And didn't fucking run after the ball. He's just lastering around. If you don't want to fucking be there, jog the fuck on. But, you know, any player would don't want to play for the show or play for the badge, we don't fucking want you there. Couldn't give a shit if we got beat 3-0, 30-0. If you if you're playing for the badge and you want to play and you've done everything like like what we posted this week with a six nil defeat at Birmingham, the players got a fucking round of applause coming off a standing ovation because you know that they fucking played their eye out today. Did they play their eye out? Did they fuck? A couple of them did. You know, Tomo fucking seemed to do something, but again, now there's rumours coming out about him as well, so we're fucked. You know, do we want row it out, row it in? I've got no idea what side of the camp I'm on at the minute, but I know that if we Get rid of him now. Who the fuck's coming in? Right, fucking... I'm going to prod you. Row it in or row it out. Come on, I'm prodding you right this second because I'm going to do it both. At the moment, you. mate. Right in or right out. I would probably sit there and say I'm probably... Probably at the moment 60%, 70% keep him there. Only purely because I don't see who's going to come in and cover us. And that okay. whole turmoil of, of manager changes and... and and listening to the players we've interviewed over the last so many weeks, when they've sit there and they've been in a team where we've had loads of loads of changes with management and stuff like that, a player we spoke to this week who who said that affects the team. It affects the players when you know one minute you're golden boy and next minute you're not, and then you're golden boy again, then you're not, and then you. So, do we want chip and change currently at the minute? No, we don't. What we want is. Like like what you said earlier on the group chat, what you need is is Gary to make a decision or the board to go, right, here's a checkbook. What do you want to do? If you need players what are your players, then we'll fucking go get them. Otherwise, make good with the players you've got. And if you can't make good with those players, fucking put the youth in. Because at least then he's going to be able to, to, to breed them in a way, you know, bed them in a way to play the football he wants to play. Unless the football he wants to play, all the players are going, mate, that ain't going to fucking work. That ain't the Millwall way. It ain't going to work. We ain't going to play that way. We want to do it this way. So, I don't know. I don't know what way he wants to play. It's, um, it's just it's, a bag of shit going, going to North, North Nottingham. Um, the only benefit is, is that fans weren't there. Fans have been in these games over the last so many. What we got now? Two? We got one in 17 or so, isn't it? One win in 15, I think it is at the moment. I what? think it could be more. If fans were in the ground, he would be getting dog shit abuse. And he'd probably already either be gone or be fucking sorting it out. And the players would be getting dog shit abuse too. It's just they're fucking lucky, mate, that fans aren't in that stadium. Do you know I what? He's a victim. Yeah, he's Sorry, Neil, I, think, 
I think he's a victim to his successes last season. He, yeah, he is. Yeah. I think that's. I think that's a fair assessment to make because remember where we were last season with Harris. Mm-hmm. It's very similar dynamic. But go on, Neil. I'll let you say your point before we move on to what. Right. Said. These cretins do not know what it means to play for Millwall Football Club. Yeah, you look at their first two goals today. Ryan Woods didn't track a guy through midfield. It's your fucking job, you ginger prick. Track the fucking guy. Don't fucking walk after him when he's on the fucking edge of the box, you can't Do something about it. And it's not the first time this season that he hasn't put himself for the second goal, as Mickey quite rightly said. It's not the first time this season that he hasn't put himself in front of a fucking shot. Yeah? Listen, the boy can take a shot. The boy can take a pass, right? He can stick a pass on a fucking penny. I'm not saying he can't. But no, you know I agree with you. Player in the world, mate. You need to be able to fucking defend as well. And if you can't defend, then yeah. say, do you know what, Gov? I don't really think about this. Put someone else in because you know, yes, he might not have the top players around him. You know, the couple of people online tonight again. You know, playing mid free, a midfield free, so he's got people around him. Yeah, great. But at the moment, that's not being played. So he's got to do with what he's doing. He's getting in the team week in, week out, for whatever reason, whether or not it's in his contract that he's got to play every game if he's fit, or the fact that. The boss thinks he's fucking better than anyone else. But Tomo coming on played with more heart, more passion than fucking the rest of those guys. You know, one or two are white, but the rest of them just couldn't give a fuck. In the last 16 games, the best we have played is when Ryan Woods hasn't been in the side. Fucking right. Yeah, but it was the two league games where we won and we drew. And, yeah, I don't think, yeah. and I don't think he played at Boreham Wood last week, even though they were a load of fucking shit anyway. Yeah. But people, we'd fucking die to fucking put that shirt on. Yeah. And he won't fucking block a fucking shot on the edge of the box. Yeah. Fuck him off. Yeah. Now then, Omar's going to ask me in a minute, what side of the fence am I on? Row it in, row it out. Yeah. Last night on our live stream, I was firmly rowing in. But I'm edging towards we've got to make a decision soon. And that could come Wednesday or next Saturday. Yeah. We have to get something out of Huddersfield on Wednesday night. Yeah. And we play shit there. And then we get done by Bristol City in the Cup at home next week. He's got a fuck off. So we got yeah. really good interactions on our poll, just to give a bit of a caveat. 54.6% say in and 45.4% say out. And that's nearly over 500 votes. And I, that is like, okay, only a sample on Twitter, but that is as split as it almost comes in the fan base. And I think if we was there in the crowds, we'd see that. We'd see the visible outage of you know people booing, people being fed up with what we're seeing. With Woods, I mean, I was going to butt him when you two were going back and forth about him, but I agree. He's not putting it in defensively. He offers stuff going forward as a footballer in our team. He's a pretty footballer. He passes the ball around. And I do agree with the shouts of playing three in the middle with him if we are to play him. But yeah, I've said it and I've got Kane for it a few times, you know, the Mill type player bandwagon thing. But at the moment, shit's against the wall. You know, we, we, we are kind of, you know, we need a performance. There's no guarantees you're going to get that from Ryan Woods at the moment because the rest of the players around him ain't performing. So then you need to rethink what you're going to do to get performance. You lot mentioned obviously saying like the, like the next couple of games are important, but 
of course, it's a results business for the manager. But I think in your gut, you even know he's the man to take us forward or not. And to me, if we don't sign three or four more players in that side to play the Gary Wright style football, I think we're going down this year. I really do think that. I, I don't see where the slip is going to be addressed from. I, I'm normally someone who's quite assured and quite kind of thinking, you know, don't worry about what's below us. Let's just get to 50 points and then forget about it. I don't see us getting a win in a while now. We probably will go to Huddersfield on Wednesday night and get a 1-0 dodgy goal. Jake Cooper scores a free kick, a corner or something. You know, it might be something different, but I don't know. I don't know where it's, I don't know where that's going to come from in a minute. And you look at the players and I think Neil's spot on with his criticism, you know, we look forward to them playing on a Saturday, on a Wednesday, luckily at the moment as well. But they're not putting it in for us. They don't care. They're not interested. They don't look interested. Is that because they're not playing for the manager? Or is that because they don't like what they're playing or what they're doing? Or is there a thrift we're not aware of? Or what is it? Go on, I think, I think it's that. I think I think there's something going on there behind the scenes. Whether or not, I mean, you know, last night we got a text on the live show, um, on the Friday night live show, uh, what we do across the uh, YouTube, Twitter and Facebook. Uh, catch the replay and you'll see what we're on about. Um, where allegedly Tomo... Um, has had rows with with Gary and and you know there's a there's an animosity there between them which you know what if that is it then what we need to do is have a clearing out and just saying listen fuck your fucking grievances I don't give a shit because most of us lot might get on might not get on but we all come together to support Mel they need to just come together and, and fucking start playing for the club if the rumor what's coming out today should I should I say the rumor. Go for it. Why not? coming out today that allegedly we'll see if it works next week. If it works, then we're proven, you know, thing. But there's a rumor coming out. There's a rumor flying around that Tomo's off to Portsmouth for Monday. According to ex-founder Mickey Simpson. Because if it is yeah. true, Rowley is going to get fucked. The fan Rowley. Rowley. <laughs> Rowley. <laughs> Rowley. Row it. That's the only laugh that we're going to have today, isn't it? Well, listen, listen, you fucking, you doing a bit of gingerism, you cunt, and now me fucking saying the name wrong. But listen, at the end of the day, if Tomo goes and gets sold to Portsmouth or or, or loaned, I think it's a sell, but it might be a loan. But him going in the current situation will heap so much shit on, on, on Gary that it's going to be unbelievable. The I don't even way, think he'd be able to take it. The only way I'd support a notion that that is if we're back in the manager firmly and we're saying, look, we might get a, f- a few hundred thousand for Thompson. I don't know what the, the going rate would be for a player like Thompson, but I imagine Portsmouth might pay, what, three, four hundred thousand for Ben Thompson? I guess them to the going market. With that, if it then reinvests in the squad and get someone else, like if we have Malumbi coming in and Thompson went out the door, I don't think people will be disappointed at the sight of that, for example. But Malumbi's gone. We missed that opportunity. And I think it's a big risk. Like you're getting rid of players that you know are obviously still young and hungry and want to play for the club, and then you're kind of backing the manager to then bring in X, Y, and Z. Which this is it. I think. Look, if 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 we think Rout is the man, let's back him. It's a real crossroads at the moment, and this is it. I think this is the underlying tone for me. Like I'm actually for the five at the back. I don't mind it. I, I can see what we're trying to do. We've had performances where you've seen it work so well and effectiveness. Like you know, we. we but the thing is, the problem today was is let's talk a bit about the game, right? Alex Pierce is shit. I'm sorry. Alex Pierce is yeah. past it. it Alex it, Pierce is an accident waiting to happen today. When you watch him play, and pube face was left with a one-on-one. Correct. Yeah, and then there was something else that happened a little bit later in the first half where 
that could have been fatal. We need some pace at the back. We've got no fucking pace. We've got no pace in midfield because we've got fucking Mr. Ginger Cunt ambling around the place. Still with the yeah. fucking gingerism. Yeah, well, we've got Alex Pierce. Well, this is it, though. With Alex Pierce, right? Who's got no pace whatsoever. Hutchinson and Cooper aren't blessed with great speed either. But we need to get somebody in there that is a bit quicker. That's it. Yeah, if you three at the back, like I was going to say, with Pierce, you see his leadership, you see what he brings, but you need an advanced version of that now. He's 31, 32, 33 years old. I don't know the exact number off the top of my head, right? But he's had his career, he's on the down with the client, and we're catching this player on the down with the client. He's, he's gave he kept us up that year under Harris. Last season, you know, it was okay. You see the flaws from pre-season from the get-go. I remember playing Palace in pre-season. He was at fault for the 1-0 win. 1-0 defeat, sorry. That probably the only goal. He's been at fault for a few goals this year. He's got no turn of pace. He's not tall enough to win balls. He's not tall. He's not. He's off. He's a yard off the pace. He, he'll probably go to a League 2 club. But this is it, though. Smith ain't fucking good enough to play a whole game. But then it says, so with the Smith, though, I think this is the problem. We, I feel like the game was begging for Smith today. And we kept, we brought him on 25 minutes before the end of the game. And if he's not able to play 90 minutes, then he shouldn't be here. You're, you're right. And you're saying that as well. And this is it. Like, we're starting to see the cracks in the squad. And I think we're three or four players short from playing the way Wright wants to play. But the problem is, how are you going to get three or four players in in the January window that aren't loan signings and then have to spend that money and take a big risk? It's either pay the manager off and get someone in that can do something with the players or back him, three or four players, and hopefully we see a springboard effect and they kick on. Well, we've got a problem now, is we've actually got Sohor who didn't look interested today. And, and, yeah, well, admittedly, the service to the front two was woeful yet again. He goes back, doesn't he, today? And I don't think they're going to... Yeah, but I don't think they're going to extend it. That's why so much changed. I saw something on news at them where they said that we're trying to negotiate an extension through his loan deal. So that don't. Who knows? It's up to West Brom and Sam Allardyce, I think, on that one. Yeah, but Allardyce uh, said yesterday that he wanted him back, didn't he? Yeah, yeah I think he said. But they got a win today, and also Harold and Carnu came back for the first time. So I think uh, Wright said after the game that he he wants to keep him. Um, and they're in talks, but we would like to extend it. But at the same time, that's going to come down to one or two things. So he said, watch I mean, this space on that one. Phil Clark's just tweeted out a message, which fucking hits it on the head, really. It says, me all players, every single one of you and the management backroom staff, up your bloody game. People losing loved ones, jobs, generally suffering, and you lads can't be asked to put on a competent performance for serious dough every week. Sort it out. Sorry, I've just said that. Yeah, yeah. Well, near enough, yeah. Neil's rally is very similar to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is the thing. Everyone's sitting there saying it, right? So it's not as if one or two of us are having an opinion what ain't there. If we can fucking see it and we know what's happening, why the fuck aren't the management and the backroom staff picking it up and going, fuck? Unless they can't change it because there's a falling out and he's lost the fucking dressing room. On their I follow today the forest I follow, they were saying that we couldn't handle their formation. And it's true. We couldn't. We were being pushed back too far, weren't we? Yeah, but in that first half, we were going back too deep. Yeah, yeah. but at one stage, I think Woods was almost bloody playing centre-back, wasn't mm. he? And and the full-backs were pushed back. But he didn't change anything at no. half-time. 
Yeah, well, on our WhatsApp group, we were saying make the changes that he made after 65 minutes. It was just crying out that it needed those changes making. And reluctantly, he wouldn't make them. Why? It's I fucking blindingly obvious. I can see at home in my fucking living room what's fucking going on. He stood 10, 20, 30, 40 yards away from what's happening, and he can't fucking see it. So it's my... just... It's just fucking mystifying. I mean, some of our chats today were a bit thing. Some of the fans putting messages out and, you know, they don't really know what they're saying. You know, oh, we're, we're shit defensively. We're this, that and the other. Well, you know what? We, we, we've had a great record for the last so long. We're, you know, one of the best teams in Europe and everything else, clean sheets, everything else, et cetera, et cetera. I think the problem is, is that, when Callum Davison left, Callum Davison was your 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 man manager. I think he was the one who probably got on with the players, kept the manager away, done everything. And since he went, it's probably now fallen onto Gary to have a lot more hands on. And maybe that's not his style. Maybe he is more. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real with you for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. Nobody is going to push you out of bed to work out. Nobody is going to make you eat better. But here's the thing. Nobody has to. Because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. Two and a half million people, each doing the Beachbody program that fits our own goals. Over 80 to choose from. Some that take just 20 minutes a day. Nutrition plans that teach you how to eat healthy and still enjoy food. What we all have in common is we know it's not easy, so we help each other. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. That's why I'm inviting you to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition programs. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. On August 25th, I'm the most brutal, vicious, ruthless champion that ever been. The most anticipated original series is here. You may know Tyson. You're the heavyweight champion of the world, young, rich, and black. But do you know Mike? The minute you get too big, they gotta cut you down. Starring Trevante Rhodes. Um, I am Mike. And Harvey Keitel. They'll love you as much as they fear you. Now I'm really going to have some fun. Mike, series premiere August 25th, only on Hulu. Ticks, everything else, and that's his, you know, training and all that. We've got to look at training. Realistically, how much training are they doing? Because of COVID and everything else, I can't see that they're doing the same amount of training. I mean, now they're fucking talking about no player celebrations, you're not allowed to go near each other and all that, yet you're fucking taking the corner and you're standing less than a foot away from each other. That's okay, but you can't celebrate or do anything else. I think there's loads of stupid-ass rules to do with COVID, and that probably includes training, that they're not training as much as they would be before, so you can't come in and do set rooms. Go on, I. So no, go on. I don't want to cut you off. I was just going to say to go next, but, I mean, the underlying... I think they're in the same bubble, so the training side, they're all... They're all still doing the same thing they'll be doing on a day-to-day basis. The difficulty, obviously, is, you know, how frequent they train. Because, obviously, it's game to game to game. There's a lot of games in between, which they tend to say it's obviously no problem. Because, you know, we play on Wednesday, day off tomorrow, Monday, Tuesday to prepare, Tuesday to travel afterwards as well. So, it's a hectic schedule in that sense. Um, I think the main thing that a lot of people say online, and I probably agree with, I'll come to you afterwards on this, Neil, but 
is the fact there's no fans there. We've mentioned it, you know, they're, not, they're getting away with not getting crucified in person for this. And they would do if it was at the den or if it was the away fans and they were coming towards us today to give us, you know, a pathetic clap towards the end of the game, what they always do when we lose. You know, they would have got bollocked in person and they're getting away with this. And maybe not having the fans there has maybe made the likes of Wallace Garth Boyle, who got hooked off again today. I mean, it's, it's becoming a common thing now, you know, the likes of him underperforming. I mean, a bright spark I want to touch about is Danny McNamara, but we'll talk about the bright side in a bit. But, you know, he, he seems to be someone that's a real player there. And obviously, you know, we always look after our own. In that sense, maybe Ben Thompson should come in for that reason as well. You know, he deserves his opportunity. But I think, Neil, no fans being there, especially Millwall, I think that's a real reason of, you know, maybe why this is happening. No, I don't think it is, to be quite no? honest. No, not at all. Not at all. They would be getting this... Yeah, they get it in the neck. Yeah, so why aren't they playing more carefree, knowing that they're not going to get it in the neck? Yeah, well, even if it doesn't go off, or you will come off. Yeah, well, Mickey said about maybe Rowitz, the tactician. Yeah, I've got a fucking clue about tactics. He's only got one plan. Yeah, how long did it take him to fucking try and change the tactics today? Fucking six sixty-five minutes and three nil, wasn't it? Yeah, but you say that, but the other day he changed formation and it worked. You know, he was changing formation on the other couple of games and he's and it's okay. I think the problem is is that if you've got players playing for you, same as us in a job, if you've got people who work for you who don't really want to fucking be there, then you know what go. We've got no idea. You've got you've got all those players what are brought in on loan. We've got no idea what their money is. You, you the rumor is Zaho is fucking on crazy money, you know, 18, 20 grand allegedly, what we're paying out of his 40 grand salary. That's got to unsettle you if you're there and you think, I've got this fucking young kid who ain't playing and the cunt's fucking getting 18 grand a week. And he's not yeah. playing, he's been injured for the last so long. That's a piss take when I've been asking for more money and I'm not. Why the fucking hell am I going to sit there and bust my ass when no one's listening to me? They're not playing a formation what suits the players on the field. So the manager's a cunt. Mate, what Rowett should be doing is fucking launching them head first into the fucking dressing room wall. Yeah, but they go and fucking play for the fucking club. Yeah? Bring Fuck them in Monday on. morning. Get them out of it. Yeah, no, bring Fuck them in Monday morning, stick them on the ground, and fucking let us all get a ticket to go in the ground. We'll soon tell the cunts what to do. We'll soon tell them how we feel. And then fuck me, hopefully, on Wednesday night when they play, they'll actually play with a pair of bollocks. If any yeah, of you play with to this... Or watch it, and and you know we know that some of them do. Fucking, what are you doing? What are you, you doing? Know. If you don't want the badge, don't take the fucking wage. It's as simple as that. You don't want to play with that badge on your fucking chest. Don't take our fucking wage and fuck off. Yeah, well, unfortunately, I think at the minute we'd end up with about three players, wouldn't we? We got youth. Fucking play the youth. At least most of them in the youth are fucking Millwall fans and want to play for us. Is that what we're missing then? Are we missing, you know, a, a no, we're missing quality? What are we missing? This is it. I think it's. it's are we? Is it we're the way we're lining quality. up? Is it that we're not playing mill players? Is it, you know, I think personally it's a culmination of all three. And I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're playing right. Wants us to try and play this, you know, passing football, but reality is, you see Hutchinson today. He's another player that's off form. I talked about Wallace earlier there. Hutchinson's another one off by all. I think there's one time in the first half where it's a long boy over the top, cleared away from a corner. He's got all the time in the world to bring it down for a first touch. He knocks it out of play for a throw-in. Confidence just isn't there at the moment. And I think 
Where is it going to change? That's what bothers me the most. Where is it going to change? Wednesday night, you can actually see us going up to that northern shithole that is Huddersfield. Yeah. And we're going to fucking... One will go in off one of their bollocks in the last minute and we'll win 1-0, won't we? Let's face it. But saying that, it's going to be an excuse then for him to bring in Bud Barton, Bradshaw up top, and then he's going to have Shane Ferguson maybe left wing, uh, Malone left, or Wallace left back if he's fit. You know, it's going to be going back to basics, but then... Going forward, Bradshaw and Bodfast is not the answer for us. They've done a couple of good games for us where you know they huffed and puffed. The real problem is is the quality we've got. And maybe that the problem is we've got like you know, the whole talk of backing the manager and obviously giving him a transfer war chest to go for. It's obviously there if we had the right players. If you believe what the club said, you know, we tried to sign Jason Malumbi, club record bid, got rejected. Why are we not then why is Rarit not like especially last week? I said it in the Friday Night Live yesterday. You know, he's coming out in the press saying, oh, we're not really, we're waiting for all the big hitters to make their moves, then we'll go for our players. And I touched on it in my uh, post-match thoughts, but why are we not going for young, hungry players? You mentioned the Plymouth Argyle striker in the past, Neil, you know. Why are we not going for these people that are, you know, lower down the the football league, but, you know, are eager to impress in the high divisions and want to really make a name for themselves? Instead, we've got to wait for the big hitters to, you know, decide, oh, we don't want to horse, so we'll loan him back out. You know, why don't we just go for young, hungry players that want to impress and make a name for themselves in this division? Yeah, Luke Jetcott scored again today. There you go. Penalty, apparently. And that is the kind of player we should be going for. It's a player that we might have to spend two or three million on, but we're going to get that back and more when we develop him. Yeah, we're going to get all of that back and more, but but instead, we're waiting for some cast off from somewhere else. And I don't know, funnily enough, allegedly, if you look at this new recruitment guy we've got in. He's no fucking good, according to yeah. Well, according to one of my sources in yeah, well, inside the game, they say that he doesn't. He brings players in, but there's no value in them. They're fucking awful. Yeah, name me one fucking player that this guy apparently bought in and and the club has sold for a profit. They haven't. Yeah, we need to be looking in the lower divisions. That Crawley striker. I think, is he going to Cardiff or something or somebody? Yeah, Walter's yeah. the striker, yeah. Yeah, those are the kind of players that we should be looking at. Yeah, not looking at other people's cast-offs. Instead, we're giving contracts to players that quite blatantly are not good enough to be here. Yeah. Someone up like like we did with Morrison, like we did with Gregory from lower league, who are hungry to progress in the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and yeah, well, we're talking about formations and that. Maybe Rabbit should forget about his favoured fucking formation and work with what he's got. Let's get. Let's put a formation out and a team out that plays to our strengths. Not the fucking Gary Rowett, what Gary Rowett wants to do, because quite blatantly, we haven't got the players to do it. So that's play to our strengths, whatever they are. Yeah? I think we've had um, a half hour us trying to, you know, 
to alleviate our burden of stress and how we feel at the moment. So I think um, it's obvious that, you know, we're in a scenario at the moment where it's back against the wall, it's classic Millwall. I want to talk about a bright spark, and that's Danny McNamara. I did mention it earlier in this pod, but I think we've got a real good play on our hands there, Mickey. I mean, you know, it's, it's already alleviated the whole Marlon Romeo issue if he's going to play or not and if we're going to keep him. But I think I just said it online. Um, I think I was replying to maybe Phil that you mentioned earlier, but he just does the, the basic stuff well. And I know that sounds like a really like uh, basic statement to make, but he just looks like an assured player for someone that's you know not played in the championship before this little spell he's had here. But he just looks a real option for us going forward. He looks great. He plays the ball well. He he can hold the ball. He can you know if he loses the ball, he runs it straight back down. He, he can flick a pass across. He, and the benefit is a Millwall fan. So playing for that badge means everything to him. You know, the fact that, you know, he, if you read, I think it was news at Denver, they, when he come back and, they, you know, the manager said to him the week before Christmas, uh, I'm going to call you back. Um, you might not get a game, but I want you back in case. And he was like, no problem, Gov. As long as I can, you know, if I get a game, then great. It's my boy or club. Of course, I want to play for him. And every time he gets on there, he's like that. No one's fucking having my position. I'm going to fucking play my heart out and no one's going to take it. And as long as he does that, Romeo ain't getting back in that team. I don't believe so either. And I think, um, Neil, this is maybe back to my point, you know, Danny Manara, 22, 23 years old, hungry and eager to impress in the championship. You know, this is maybe the type of players we need. And this is more kind of hitting home my point, I feel like. Yeah, but how fucking sad is it that we're pinning our ropes on a 22-year-old but then he this played is it, three games for us. Four well, games. He's not, he's not someone that's already got a name. He wants to go out there and let everyone yeah. know. I'm yeah, Danny. No, I quite agree, uh, agree with your point that we need young, hungry players, yeah? And we need players that are going to create. Because, as I said on the live stream last night, it's not rocket science. You create chances, you're going to score goals. Yeah? You could have been, what, 2-1 at half time today? If Hutchinson's head hadn't been cleared off the line by pube face, what was he fucking doing there? Yeah, you put the ball into the box, and there was a couple of other occasions from set pieces. Play to our fucking strengths. Yeah, let's get in players that want to be there, young, hungry players. Yeah, not the likes of Bavardson, who's yeah, well, he's had two or three good games this season. Bradshaw, who we don't play to his strengths. Yeah, Smith. Um, um, the jury. Um, I'm, I'm undecided on Smith. We know that he scores, but we also know that he cannot play two games back to back. Yeah, but use strength. Yeah, but we knew that Morrison. When Morrison used to play, we knew that Morrison couldn't play two games on the bell because his knees were fucked. But you know what? When Morrison was on that pitch. He was fucking aware of everything going on and pushing people forward, doing things. And you know that if he got a chance to get in there, he'd get in there and score. And the problem is, is that, you know, I just, we I'm haven't got anyone who's going to fucking score a goal. Yeah, well, I'd start Smith on Wednesday. We've got fuck all else to lose, have we, really? Yeah, well, let's face yeah. it. If, yeah, well, if we win on Wednesday and then we lose to Bristol City in the FA Cup... It ain't the end of the fucking world, is it? Let's face it. Right the FA Cup. So, yeah, on, that did, so on that one, right? What are you saying? Sorry. I said the FA Cup, at the moment, 
with the current situation, with the fact that we ain't got fans and we ain't got money, the FA Cup is fucking important because the yeah, amount of money get relegated, though, Nick. Yeah, I know. You I know. End up getting relegated. So I would rather win on Wednesday night and then lose to fucking Bristol City and then win our next fucking league game. I think you've got a point there, to be honest with you. I think it's important that we stay in the league. But, I mean, we should be able to win both games, hopefully. But I don't know where I'm getting that from. Right, play devil thing, right? You're the board, you're the club. You've got no fucking money coming in, right? And, yes, it's great to stay in the championship. I understand. It's a lot more money, all of that. But right now, you're going into two games, right? It's not all over. There's a big drop between bottom and feet to a degree at the minute, right? Still, there's still about six points or so. Would you not say... Would you not be telling your manager, we need to win on Saturday, we need to win the FA Cup game, mate, to the next round because we could do without money? That's what, 80 like 30k? No, we ain't. 60 grand for the last round is about 80 grand now. Yeah, but fuck it, fuck it, mate. We are in, we're heading towards a relegation battle, yeah? Now, it's fine if you want to go the fucking an FA Cup semi-final, but the further we go in the FA Cup, we're going to get fucking relegated. I guarantee it. Oh, I understand that. Completely. I, I completely agree with you. So let's fuck off the, the FA most, Cup. Most, yeah, but the, the championship is the most important place. But to the board, yeah. who's got no fucking money, they're going to be instructing their manager. Same as when you're playing football manager. The board expects you to do well in the FA Cup because they want that money. That money is worth everything to them. Mate. Mate, they'll have even less fucking money in League One next season. If we, if we weren't got, if if you had, a I agree with you. Too, but it is a talking point and probably a debate that we could go on for hours on. So, I mean, I expect wholesale changes on Wednesday night, boys. I think this has been a, a hopefully a good show for people to listen to and just maybe help maybe close their minds on what's gone wrong today. Mm-hmm. But cool, we're in for a, you know a big a big ask. I think on Wednesday to get a result at Huddersfield, we probably will go up there and get the win. We've said it. Before we do leave, anyone got anything else they want to add to the show today before we bounce? There you go. £90,000, by the way. If we win the fourth round, it's £90,000. £90,000 if you win it, right? The losers now get no money. So it's ninety grand. and if we get to to the fifth round and win that, it's grand. we are not talking fucking, you know, little pence. I mean, for the fact, if we'd have gone out in the third round, we won 61500 for that. If you'd have gone out there... You let you you get twenty grand for going out, but so Boreham Wood would have got twenty grand. Now it's gone onto the fourth. There's no money for losing. It's all about winning and ninety grand potential of winning those two games of over quarter of a million pound to a club who ain't got a pot to piss in at the minute. It's a fucking a lot of money. Yeah, but we're gonna have even fucking less money when we get relegated then. Yeah, because this team cannot play twice in a week. Cannot put two. Well, I don't think anything can. I think it just fucks it all up. Yeah. I think the training. I think the way they're playing. You know, uh, as much as they... everyone, everyone's got this scenario. It's not just Mill that's affected by this. Yeah, Every everyone. Single everyone. Oh, no. got it. Oh, so I we're just we're, you can't use that as an excuse. I know what you're saying, and I agree your point. But I think all every, clubs are bad though. But every, every, professional every club's got being paid between ten and uh, five and fifteen twenty grand a week. Yeah. If our training ground's closed, go fucking running over the local park. Do anything. Keep you. It's not a fucking excuse, yeah, that we should be using, oh, we can't fucking train, yeah? It's piss poor. 
It's not an excuse that we should be using. Every team is in the same position. Yeah, I, I agree. But look at the leagues. Look at look at fucking the Premier League table is all fucking shook up all over the place. Something isn't right this season because of everything that's going on. I'm not using it as an excuse. It's fact. Just look. You know, you've got fucking teams that are in the top half of the Premiership who fucking at the beginning of the season you would never have million years put them there. You've got other teams all over all over the leagues where there's issues. But look. I agree with you. If you can train outside, all of that, the fact that you've got GPS, everything else, you should be able to monitor everybody doing whatever they want. But <clears throat> that's all right with fitness. But if you can't train in set set formations, set pieces, everything else, then you've got problems. Mickey, yeah, well, I ain't having that, mate. One win in 16. One fucking win in 16. When we went down in 2015, our worst run was 11. And in 96 under fucking Mick McCarthy, yeah? This is our first... Yeah, I was having a look through the record books, and I think this is probably our worst winless run, or or well, our worst run since we lost 20 when we got relegated from the first division under Doherty, Bob Pearson, and Bruce Riott, yeah? Let's not fucking go on about fucking we can't... Yeah. Yeah, we can't practice this formation. We can't practice that formation. Yeah, because our problem is we don't create chances to put the ball into the box, to put the ball into the back of the net that will win us a fucking football match. Yeah, you don't need to fucking practice formations for that. You need to get players in that do their fucking job. Yeah, that to create a fucking chance and then to put the ball in the back of the net. Yeah. The problem yeah, is the players need... can't fucking play that now. The players can't yeah, fucking well, we play. Need fucking GPS for that shit. We yeah, do not, not need GPS for that shit. Yeah, I can tell. About fucking training. What I'm saying is, with the training, they're not learning their fucking routines, are they? Listen. You could be a fucking actor, mate. If you don't learn your lines, you're going to be shit when the camera starts rolling. It's as simple as this. They are fucking shockingly bad when they're on the pitch, right? Shut the fuck. Mute, mute. Mute your mic, right? They're shit when they're on the pitch. Ryan Wood's shit because he's got no one good next to him. If he ain't playing with other people next to him, he ain't got a fucking clue what's going on. If me and you are sitting there doing something, right, and I ain't got a clue what your tastes are, and I'll start fucking doing things towards you what you dislike... You ain't going to sit there and do anything. I haven't got a clue. The problem is, Ryan Wood is a good player. He's proved it inside out. At the moment, he's a crock of shit because he ain't got people next to him what are being able to fucking make him look good. And a lot of the players are good on their own, but when they're playing with the team around them, they're a crock of shit. And if they're not training together as a unit, together, then they're fucking not getting used to each other's way of balls. And if that's only happening on a Saturday, then fuck me. Me and you lot in the blue, you wouldn't have a clue what I was going to do if I fooled you on a ball. Do you know what I mean? You wouldn't have training training during the week. You're going to be running over there. Who says we ain't training during the week? Has Rowett come out and say it? Said it. The same training's been... No one's actually come out. I know they've been training some, but you've got you've got Wednesday Aye. game, you've got Saturday game. What are you going to do? You're going to be a day off tomorrow. Back to the then point I said to you, back to this. Every club's got that, mate. Every single club's no, got the I same. I know player. that. I understand but you. We, that. we can't use that as an excuse, though. I get what you're saying. It's just a fact. We lack putting the ball into the box to put the ball into the back of the net. That's how you win football. I'm going to be the ruler of this. Game. 
lads, I'm going to be the ruler of this. We could debate about it forever. And we probably will do another show where we get some guests on to debate it more. But I'm going to call this shouting podcast to an end right here, right? I'm going to call it full time. It's over. Whether you like the result or not, it's done. So, as always, well, thanks for tuning in to that little podcast. you got myself over, that. Mickey Simpson, the ex-fan on the board, and obviously Neil Fizzler. Thanks what for, the fuck for tuning in. And uh, we'll be back on Wednesday with a nice player interview and also probably later in the week to discuss the Huddersfield loss. That's no, 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 no. You fucked up there, didn't you? Has that? Move your microphone, Mickey. You're on bloody lag. What do you say, Mickey? On, on, on Wednesday, we've got Steve Harley. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we've got Steve Harley. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's it. That's the quality of the show today. I'm off and um, it's dry January for some, probably for me as well. So I'm not even going to have a beer. It's my birthday tomorrow as well. So thanks, Millwall. Happy birthday. Make sure you're abusing tomorrow on Twitter. Right. Done. Show done. progressive we know there's nothing like the feeling of riding a motorcycle with your crew on the open road that symphony of engines roaring in perfect harmony it's a feeling that would be impossible to recreate on the radio until now hit it jerry oh my word really really terrible was that a glockenspiel jerry quote with progressive and see if you could save with america's number one motorcycle insurer progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates uh, no, no, Jerry, it's over. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.